Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to DC Sports Radio, 106.7 The Fan. The son of the junks is back. Rock and roll with me up until 12 noon. We've got a lot to get to on the show today from the Wizards quarter season grades. We're going to touch on John Wall's return to D.C. tonight for the Clippers. He's going to get the start tonight. That's a big story. UVA's hot start to the season. They're number three right now in the college polls, and they've got number one Houston coming to town next week. We'll talk World Cup on the show today with a monster matchup at 2 p.m., France versus England. And, of course, we'll talk about the NFL playoff picture. You can get in touch with me throughout the show, 1-800-636-1067, or you can call us, or excuse me, you can tweet me at AWOD Radio. Ethan Cadeau from NBC Sports Washington will join me at 10 a.m. But I wanted to start by talking about the commanders, the skins, the football team, the team I care about most here. Being 7-5-1 and playing meaningful football in December. In December. Most seasons... Diehard Skins fans like me, we'd be looking at quarterbacks in college. Looking at Caleb Williams. Can't wait for him to go pro. Looking at Bryce Young. We'd be doing mock drafts, right? Finding out uh, a new wide receiver, a new running back, a new D-end, a new safety, a new corner. We'd be discussing new coaches. So many times we've done that. In December. Early December. Even late November. Instead, we're in the midst of a bye week here with the ability to control our own destiny. So let's start right there. I want to hear from members of the AWOD Army. 1-800-636-1067. You don't hear from me as often now that I'm living and working full-time in Richmond. Monday through Friday, you can hear me on the Odyssey app from 12 to 3 p.m. So let's make the most of it this Saturday morning. I talk about how happy we are that the commanders are still relevant in December. It doesn't always happen. 1-800-636-1067. So I went on a national radio show in Kansas City yesterday. And all they were asking me was, Dan Snyder this, Dan Snyder that, blah, 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 blah. Everyone wants to know about Snyder. And then they were asking me, who's going to be the quarterback next year? Not the end of this year, next year. Will Washington trade up in the draft? Do I believe in Heineke? You know, I took the professional approach, answered the Snyder question, blah, blah, blah. Went on, talk about how much the fan base can't wait for him to sell. Talked about Sam Howell a little bit. Cutting Carson Wentz is probably the obvious answer after this season. Blah, blah, blah. But now that I had a time to digest that a little bit, I'm actually pissed off. Nobody outside of Washington believes this team can make any noise. You hear that? I do. We're 7-5-1, and one and we control our own destiny with four games remaining. I've seen this franchise go on late runs before. 
This team has all the makings of those teams that went on a crazy stretch at the end of the year and got into the playoffs. Backup quarterbacks, been there, done that. Running back, running game, check, double check. Yeah, we got two of those guys. Wide receiver playmakers, got three of them. And they're each ready for an explosive play. The defense is as good or better than any defense we've had that made a late season run before. So I'm actually pissed off that the narrative is that this team won't and can't make a run. This team can't just get in. I think this team's going to get in and win a game. I know I'm a homer, all right? I'm the biggest Washington fan you'll hear from on the radio. And this may be the bigger, biggest homer thing you're going to hear. But I think Washington can not only get into the playoffs and win a playoff game, and I would love for it to be against Minnesota, in Minnesota, and we take down Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? 1-800-636-1067. I think we, complete, we compete for a spot in a conference championship game. Matchup is important, but think about, think about it like this. Half of the playoffs this year in the NFC are going to be divisional opponents. Philadelphia is number one. I'm not scared of the Eagles. We already beat them. Dallas is going to get in. New York could get in. We could be looking at a winnable second game. Let me ask you this. Is Nick Foles that much better than Taylor Heineke? Could you see Washington going on a type of run that the Eagles did that year? Who was the backup that season? Carson Wentz. Can you win a ring without Tom Brady? I don't think Washington is going to be a Super Bowl team. But I am confident that this team is going to get into the playoffs. Late season bye week, we control our own destiny. That's a recipe for success. Dan Snyder might have his right hand up, swearing on a Bible. But we put our left hand up. Why? Because who are we? The Commanders. That's become a rallying cry. Let's go. Hail to the Commanders. I want to hear from you guys, members of the AWOD Army. 1-800-636-1067. Am I crazy to think this team can make a playoff run? We've done it before. Four games left here. 4-0, you're in the playoffs. 3-1, you're probably in the playoffs. We have all... We have all the playmakers we need. The question is, have we used all our juice during that stretch of the season where we went 6-1? and one? Or do we still have enough in the tank following the bye to get going at full speed again? You're going to get Chase Young coming back. You're going to hopefully get an offensive lineman or two coming back. Jahan Dotson got back into, the th- back into the thick of things last few weeks here. Now he's got another week to get fully healthy. Curtis Samuel's been going well. Brian Robinson, I feel like every time he touches the rock... Every snap they hand it to him, he gets a little bit better. This team is rolling. Oh, I get it. They, they just came off a tie to the Giants. That game plan was perfect. We should have won that game. I don't think anybody would argue with me on that. We got to the 45-yard line in overtime, had a chance to win, and we played scared. We're not going to do that the rest of the season. We control our own destiny. Win, and we're in. Giants, Niners, Browns, Cowboys. Not scared of any of these teams. We're going to be playing against backup quarterbacks. And I consider Deshaun Watson a backup quarterback right now with how rusty he looks. And Brock Purdy. And then Dak Prescott at the end of the season when Dallas might have a, might have a chance to just say, hey, 
We're going to sit everybody because we're already in. We've seen this team make runs before. Why can't this be any different? 1-800-636-1067. Taylor Heineke's able to do just enough to win games. And, you know, people ask me, have I seen improvements from Taylor Heineke? A little bit. I want to see more. I feel like he's saving it. He's saving it for this playoff run here at the end of the season. He's saving the scramble plays. He's saving. We haven't seen Taylor Heineke do his trademark dive into the pylon, dive into the end zone. He's saving that. He didn't want to get hurt. He got through the bye week now. Boom. Four games left till the end of the season here. Everything's in front of us. Why can't we get it done? Why can't Washington get hot? 1-800-636-1067. You can tweet me throughout the show at AWAD Radio. That's A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Wake up, DMV. It's time to get up and at them here, talking about the Washington Commanders here. And I truly believe that this season, even though we started 1-4, and four, the way we've turned it around, this magical run of Heineke, it's not going to end in the regular season. It's going to end in the playoffs. I like our chances. I look at this team and I say, offensively, we have all of the makings to win football games. We can run the ball, and we can run it successfully. And when Brian Robinson Jr. needs a break, then you put in Antonio Gibson. And when Antonio Gibson has been getting a ton of looks, then you give Curtis Samuel a trick play opportunity. And the thing is, is even when you're not using Curtis Samuel, when you just put him in motion... It's as simple as that. You just put them in motion. Linebackers on the other team freeze. They don't know who to look out for. They don't know who to tackle. Scott Turner's starting getting his groove here as an offensive coordinator. I think he's going to puff out his chest towards the end of the season here. We're going to see some trick plays. We're going to see a different style of offense here that's going to run the ball. They're going to ground and pound. But we're also going to see some successful play action plays with Heineke sneaking out and tossing it downfield to Terry McLaurin. To Jahan Dotson. Maybe Deami Brown shows up and makes another big play. I'm telling you today, I have never been more confident in the Washington Commanders to make a playoff run. Win and you're in. Win four games and you're in. Two of them are divisional opponents. The other two have quarterback issues. It's all in front of us. One game at a time. And it starts next Sunday. Sunday night football at FedEx Field. Jonathan Allen told the Junks earlier this week he's going to give away 100 tickets. Are you guys going to the game? Do you want to be part of the magic as Washington goes on a four-game win streak to get into the playoffs here in 2022? The inaugural season of the Commanders? It's got to end in the playoffs. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. 1-800-636-1067. I'm live till 12 noon. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. The Commanders started the season 1-4. and four. <clears throat> Com- Team has completely turned it around. Magical run of Heineke here. And now, I like our chances of getting into the playoffs. How did we get here? Expectations were sky high for this team. In my opinion... Because I was a big Carson Wentz fan. I'm not afraid to say it. I was all in on King Carson. I thought he was going to come in here 
and toss the rock all around the field. I thought it was going to be an unbelievable season for Carson Wentz. But the entire offseason, I did say to my friends, I think defense is going to hold this team back. I think a lot of Commanders fans would agree. We didn't make any upgrades at linebacker. And nobody had confidence in Jamin Davis. I thought we were desperate for more cornerback help. I saw this. I saw through this BS that was William Jackson III. I didn't believe in Benjamin St. Juice. I'll be the first to admit that. And I thought we were desperate for another safety next to Cam Curl. I also truly felt like we had all the offensive weapons to be successful and Carson was going to be good. <clears throat> I did like Robinson as soon as we drafted him. I mean, but you're telling me we got an Alabama running back fresh off of a 1,000-yard college season? Bingo, I'm in. Antonio Gibson's your spellback guy. Hopefully he handles, he figures out the fumbling issues. Curtis Sam- Samuel's healthy. I felt good about this season. Terry got paid. Yes, yes, yes. Jahan was the best player in training camp. I just thought this offense was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. One thing we all overlooked to the offensive line, and that completely derailed our plans and the game plan. Carson Wentz couldn't do anything because the offensive line couldn't protect him. He also kind of got in his, in his own way, and he played scared, in my opinion. Anytime there was a de- uh, defensive tackle in his face, he was like a statue, or he would just fall to the ground. Defense was shaky to start the year. During that stretch of the season when we were 1-4, and four, we gave up 16 plays of 20 or more yards in the first four weeks of football. That's three to four game-changing, explosive plays per game. Embarrassing. And yet at 1-4 and four, and a short week, this team didn't give up. And they prepared for Chicago on a cold Thursday night. Get the win, barely, 12-7. Then you move to Heineke, and things clicked offensively, defensively, and special teams. Shout out to Joey Big Leg Sly and to Tress Way, always being special teams player of the month. Love that. And so things have clicked, and I truly feel like this Commanders team will go on a run at the end of the season. I want to hear from you right now, members of the AWOD Army. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go out to the phone lines here. BetQL phone line. Let's go to Brandon and Landover. Brandon, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, good morning, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, what's up? Ain't too much, man. I'm a diehard Commanders fan, right? And what I want to say, it may sound crazy because of what we went through, but it's kind of like, feel like, to me, it kind of feel like a couple years back when Giants went on that late run and made the Super Bowl. I, I, I don't know. I just feel that way. Um, what I, what I want to say is um, we beat one of the best teams in the NFL right now, which is the Eagles. We got them out of the way. And we all human. I don't see why we can't, at this point in time, go on that run. And it may sound crazy again and, 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 and hit your Super Bowl. I, I'm telling you, man, so, so, sometimes when, like, crazy things happen for a reason. And, um, again, Giants did a few years back, and I don't see why not. I think at this point in time, we, like, over 20 years of Super Bowl uh, appearance. You know what I'm saying? So, at this point in time, I feel like it, it's about that time. We got stud wide receivers. We got uh, 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 stud running backs. We got the offensive line coming together. I don't see why at this point in time it, 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 it's not possible. I'm with you, man. And I love what you said, Brandon, about the Eagles. We already knocked off the best team in the NFC. And the second best team, the Minnesota Vikings, we had them. And we let them slip. So let me ask you this. What about this team specifically gives you confidence that they can make this late season run? Um, you got to understand. People try to count Haneke out. But the man is like six, six and what? Six and five or something like that. I mean, the guy wins. And everyone corrals around him when he's on the field. 
you know, it, 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 we, we try to go get the best wide I mean, the best quarterback things in the nation. We have what it takes right here. People overlook the fact that this guy is winning. Forget the fact that, okay, he might not make the best plays. He might, I done see this man make some clutch throws, some clutch touchdowns. I done see him throw some interceptions. But the fact of the matter is, the guy wins. Go with wins. Don't go with what, what we think supposed to be right. Okay, we should have a stud quarterback. That's not what we had. We had somebody that know how to win. <laughs> he may not be the future, man, but he wins, and we want to win right now. And the fan base wants to end the inaugural season for the Commanders. In the playoffs. I could feel it. Uh, emotionally, everyone's there. We're starting to rally around this team. You've seen it. The way they get behind Heineke is unbelievable. It's like something out of a, like a movie. It's unbelievable. It's so cool. Everybody loves him so much. And, you know, EB had a funny topic on the Junkies last week, and it was about how he completely disagrees that people play harder for Heineke. And I responded to that, and I actually said, I no, they do play harder. I think that Scott Turner and Ron Rivera... Game plan even harder and spend even more time game planning for Taylor Heineke because he understands the offense. I think the offensive line blocks harder and protects for just another half second longer because they know other than Carson Wentz, Heineke can scramble and can make a play. And defensively, Jonathan Allen, Ron Payne, look, they've been playing great all year. They're playing harder and playing better under Taylor Heineke. The The statistics just show that. They do. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to uh, Shane. Shane in D.C. You're on the fan with Adam Epstein. Hey, Adam, I'm actually in Bulgaria, but that's okay. Hey, listen, here's the thing, man. That offense, I agree with what you're saying, but that offensive line is playing, playing their tail off right now, and they're gelling right now, and we're playing 90s football, that smack them in the mouth football, which I still thought we would do that anyway with Robinson draft, and I thought that was the best draft. And honestly, I think right now he's off. They're probably – comeback player of the year, or he's going to have his foot in the door for offensive rookie of the year. Going back, when are we going to see Chase Young on this roster? When is he going to get on this field? We, when are we going to label him as a bust? That's my question. When is Chase Young, are we going to quit dancing around the foot and because he's a second-round pick? What has he done since he's been on this roster? He got well, what? Shane, Shane let, me ask, let me ask you a question, Shane. What if I told you I want Chase Young to play two or three snaps next Sunday. That's it. Just try to get him on the field once or twice and see if how the defense reacts to that. Are they going to still double-team Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne? Work him in slowly. I think Chase Young makes more of an impact week 17 than he does week 15. He's coming back from a bad injury. I want to see him on the field. He was, you know, we drafted him to be our TJ Watt, right? It hasn't happened, but this defense is also playing so well that I don't want to take F.A. Obata off the field. I don't want to take Casey Tuhill off the field for Chase Young at 90%. Work him back really slowly. Only give him a couple snaps on Sunday. Football is chemistry, and this team right now on the defense is playing right now the best defense in the league right now. Jerron Payne and John Allen are playing like Reggie White and Brown, Jerome Brown <laughs> back in the Eagles' day. They are dominating the front four. They're killing it. Uh, so with that being said, next question, are we going to keep Jerron Payne? There's a lot of ifs on this question mark right now. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. Another question mark. I would love to keep Deron Payne. Another question mark. What do you do with quarterback next year? What I'm talking about right now, though, is not next year. I'm talking about this year. I want to get into the playoffs. I want to win a playoff game. We're talking about the playoffs on the fan, baby, in December. It doesn't always happen like that. I want to hear from you guys, members of the AWOD Army. 1-800-636-1067. Phone line, 1-800-636-1067. Let's fill this up with positive Commanders fans because we're talking about the playoffs, baby. You can always tweet me throughout the show at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. If you want to get in touch with me throughout the show, it's 1-800-636-1067. We've got Ethan Cadeau coming up at 10 a.m. to talk about the Commanders in the midst of a bye week here with four games to go this season. And right now I'm talking about the Commanders' chances of getting into the playoffs. You got a bye week. And I, I saw... Tiki Barber was on Grant and Danny yesterday. It was a great interview. If anybody hasn't heard that, check out the podcast, please. It was right after D'Angelo Hall, and it was like a back-to-back great 30 minutes on Grant and Danny yesterday. All right? Check that out. Uh, But what Tiki was talking about was really funny. He said, it's unfair. And you know he's going to root for the Giants. It's completely unfair that Washington has a full month to compare for the to get ready for the Giants. A full month. They had a whole week to prepare for the Giants. Played them to a tie. Now Giants have to focus about Philly. They got to worry about Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. We're still practicing for the Giants. Then next week, we got a whole nother week to game plan for the Giants. We got to take care of business Sunday night when New York comes to town, and I think Washington will do that. Then you travel cross-country on a short week. I'll admit that's a trap game. Saturday, December 24th, Christmas Eve against the 49ers. I'll be up watching that game, and I'll tell you right now, all I want for Christmas is a Skins win. Browns the following week. Got to control the line of scrimmage in that one. And then Dallas week 18. I don't know about you guys out there listening, but anytime Washington and Dallas meet, I truly feel like that's a winnable game in my mind. Now, I get it. During my lifetime, Dallas has won more games than they've lost against Washington, but I've seen it happen before. Tony Romo at FedEx Field threw an interception. What was it, Rob Thomas or something like that? Picks it off, runs it back. Washington wins the game, gets it in the playoffs. We've beaten Dallas before in a win and end game, and I think we can do it again. How are you guys feeling? 1-800-636-1067. Do you have faith in Taylor Heineke and the Commanders to run the table here at the end of the season or at least go 3-1 and and get into the playoffs? I feel good about our chances. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to James and Landover. James, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? All right, James, we'll, we'll put James on hold. Uh, Caitlin, put James on hold. Let's go to uh, Bill in North Carolina. Bill, what's going on, man? I don't know if our phone lines aren't working, Caitlin. Can you chime in here? I can't hear anybody. That's... Yeah, Bill in North Carolina. Bill, you're on the fan. Oh, there we go. How am I looking now, Adam? All right. I can hear you now. What's going on, Bill? Okay. Hey, there we go. Hey, love the team. I have a show for decades. Going to withhold judgment a little bit. It's a big test coming up. And the reason I say that, uh, a lot of bad teams in the league right now, and I think uh, past the 1-4 start, I think they got rich on a lot of low-hanging fruit. Minus Philly, um, I'll admit that. But uh, I'm going to see what happens. But I think it serves two bad purposes if they go on another run here. Um, it, it keeps Dan Snyder around, and it, and it hurts them draft wise in the search for a, a real QB next year. So, but uh, yeah, I'd love to see it happen, but we'll see. And uh, you know, I just want to—I'm all for it, but uh, you know, it's—it's. I said it's a big test, so we'll see. Well, you know, let me, wait, hold on. Let me ask you this though: what, like, what is making you not have faith in this team? I mean, you've seen this team won six of their last seven, and then they tie the Washington, uh, the New York Giants there in a game they probably could have won 20-20 to your final score. You know, what's holding you back here? 
It is exactly. In a nutshell, um, as I said, I think that the, the parity in the team is a little less than parity. It's it's not a parity of quality right now. I think there's a lot of, as I said, low-hanging fruit. And I think that the uh, where they got rich is on the Packers and Texans and all the rest of it. As I said, a lot of they're picking off. They picked off a lot of low-hanging fruit. I just don't trust the team right now against more quality teams. So um, as I said, that's why it's a big test coming up. And I'm kind of withholding judgment a little bit. I think they played a, they went on this run against a lot of poor, a lot of poor teams. So we'll see. Maybe I'm being a little too cynical, but um, as I said, there's a lot of a uh, lot of cripples in the league right now. And I think um, I think they went on a run based on a lot of uh, uh, a lot of sub quality teams. But you know, we'll we'll see. I hate to, but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Dan Snyder's made me a cynic over the years. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I feel I'm, you. I'm, look, look, they got well, past the Packers and the Colts and the Texans and the Falcons, and those were all must-win games if you're going to go on a run because those teams are lousy this year. But the biggest game I point to is that Eagles game. And, and the Eagles are number one team in the NFC and probably, in a lot of people's minds, the best team in the NFL this season. And Washington wiped the floor with them, dominated the line of scrimmage, dominated time of possession, dominated the turnovers and won that game by double digits. And so that's what gives me confidence going into the last four games of the season here. Let's keep it rocking here on the fan with Adam Epstein. Let's go to, uh, Caitlin, let's try line four, Sabah, North Carolina. Sabah, you're on the fan with Adam Epstein. Hey there, Adam. This yeah, is the A-Wide Groupie here. <laughs> I always enjoy seeing that you're on on Saturday. So uh, very nice uh, that, that uh, you are passing the time. Because this weekend's going to be really good. We get to watch. Other teams hopefully lose, and we can't lose. That's the best thing about this weekend, I tell you. So I'm going to have a good time watching all the football. Now, you know, I, I told this on, um, I think, Kevin or something yesterday at Ford. I, I finally figured out what Taylor Heineke is. Everybody says, what's the turnaround? What's the difference? Well, he's the heart, okay? And when you have a heart in a body, right, you pump the blood to all the organs. Heart by itself is nothing. But if you pump the blood, it makes everybody else work. And the defense is the brain. Because defense needs that oxygen. They need that blood supply so they can work. They need the rest. That's what Taylor does for them. Okay? And then the liver and the kidneys, those are all like the wide receivers and the tight ends and stuff. And the lungs, the lungs are the offensive line. Okay? The lungs provide oxygen to the blood. So when the heart beats, the um, pumps the blood to the lung to get oxygenated to go back to the left side of the heart to go down to the rest of the body, guess what? If that blood doesn't have a lot of oxygen in it, it doesn't work as well. The heart has to work harder and harder and harder to get the blood to the brain and everybody else. And eventually the heart could fail. So this is what the equivalent is with Heineke, the offensive line, and the defense. And I gave Scott Turner the appendix. He's basically ignored until he calls you trouble. There's nothing. I think he has not done this team any favors. He has not put Taylor in any position to win. And Taylor has won despite his offensive coordinator. There's late game heroics. There's no way Wentz does any of that. And this guy's a winner. And I don't know why you guys keep talking about next year. We should have went with Taylor this year and last year. We would be two years ahead. But for some reason, people want a guy that has flash and bling. I just want a guy that wins. And that's what Taylor does. So I'm excited. And we have beat good teams. We beat one at Philly. No one else has won at Philly but Taylor Heineke this year. Nobody. So when we had the um, my, uh, Minnesota, if not a personal foul, you think for one second if Taylor didn't have that ball late in that game, down three, we wouldn't have tied or won that game? You're crazy. He is yet to fail when he has the ball last and we're down. He is yet to fail. So that's how I see it, buddy. 
Sabah, <laughs> so, I love when you go on a rant like that. It's hard to cut you off, especially when Heineke's playing so well. And look, he's winning games. And it's fun to watch. He is the heart for this team, but here's what I'll say. Brian Robinson Jr. is the armor. He's freaking bulletproof. Our running back is bulletproof. And we're going to ride him to the playoffs this year. Heineke might be the heart of this team. All right, and and... I, I love when Heineke scrambles, and I love when he celebrates every little first down. It makes it a joy to watch this team. But Brian Robinson Jr. is the reason we're going to get into the playoffs. You are going to ride one of the best running backs in the NFL this season for the final four games of the season. Watch him carry the rock 25 times every game for 110 yards plus. Watch him catch it once or twice out of the backfield. Then you'll get Antonio Gibson an explosive play on a screen pass because the defense is tired from Brian Robinson running them over and trucking them over and over again. Then you're going to get Curtis Samuel involved, and the offense is going to put some points on the board, and the defense is going to create turnovers, get off the field on third down, and get a ton of sacks, because Montez Sweat is starting to play better. Deron, Allen, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, been monsters in the middle of the field. Ridgeway's created some kind of, uh, it, it's weird, he's like huge, and all, and yet he just like eats up double and triple teams and makes it easier for other guys to get after the quarterback. Man, I mean, it's just... I think we all need to take a step back, and, and like I've been saying here, it's December 10th. We're not talking college basketball. We're not talking NBA. We're not looking around the NFL at other teams. We're not looking at head coaches for next year. Some of us might be. I think we're in the midst of a playoff run. This team's going to get hot at the end of the season here. We've seen it before. Four games left. We control our destiny. You like that? one 800 636-1067 if you want to get in touch with me. 1-800-636-1067. James, Zach, Allen, Daniel, I'll see you guys on the line. We'll get to you guys next after this quick commercial break. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067. The fan phone lines are open throughout the AWOD Radio show here. 1-800-636-1067 if you want to get in touch with me. Washington sits at 7-5-1, currently on the bye week. And if you looked right now at their statistical leaders, you'd still see Carson Wentz in passing. Carson Wentz in touchdowns. Although Heineke has done a much better job of winning games. Brian Robinson Jr. leads the team in rushing yards with 563. Gibson with three rushing touchdowns. Terry McLaurin leads the team with 62 receptions and 945 yards. Yet, Jahan Dotson has gotten it in the end zone much, uh, the most. And he did it again last week. He now has five receiving touchdowns on the season. And although a lot of people are talking a bunch of smack about Jamin Davis at the beginning of the season, he leads the team in tackles with 78 and has done a great job uh, recovering fumbles this season as well. Deron Payne leads the team with eight and a half sacks, while Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are tied for 15 tackles for losses each this season. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Let's go back to the phone lines here. James and Landover. James, you've been waiting for a while. What's going on? Hey, man, thanks for taking my call. So listen, you were talking about Carson Wentz, and you believed in Carson Wentz. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I never believed in Carson Wentz when he was in Philly, uh, wherever he'd been. But the deal is, Carson Wentz is a seasoned vet. He got to get his own confidence back with himself. He got to stop being a deer in headlights. He's making all of the money. He got the big arm. We all know that. And people also know the history of, of how to stop Carson Wentz, put the pressure on him, put the pressure on him. But it's all about Carson Wentz. 
the team itself is feeling it's feeling that momentum. They feeling confidence. Ain't nothing in the world is gonna take that away from them. They when you see them post games in that locker room, man, the, versus the beginning of the season, look, they gonna make that run, and they gonna they gonna make that run, and they going to the playoffs. I'm gonna give them that much, and I can stand I behind it. that. Oh, what do I know? But listen, listen. When you talked about Samuel Jackson, I think uh, past history we overplay players. When he was with Cincinnati, he had one Heard of his Samuel. best years, and he was he was. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me. Um, he was out. He was there. He was there. So, so I think it, it, it's the players. It's the, it's the scheme and it's the confidence. The players go in the drought and then they start self doubting themselves. It happens. But if we'd have kept him, I'm not saying uh, keep him. If we'd have kept him, hey, it's up to Jack to get that man rolling again. It's up to Jack to get Jamin Davis rolling. You gotta let him make some mistakes on the fly. You gotta let him learn on the fly. It, everything gonna come instantly. Happen. It, it's gonna. It's starting to happen to him. He's starting to grasp for what Jack is trying to do. When you get that, man, you get you see the player. When you trying to drive somewhere and you going out of town, you don't have a clue, you're going to drive slow. You're not going to drive like you know where you're going. You're going to try to figure it out. So that's what I got about them. It's, it, it, it's Listen, Carson Wentz has to bleed himself. Okay, when my turn comes, I'm ready. If, if he go down, I'm ready. He needs to support him. We live and learn. We live in, with the mistakes he makes because we know who we, who who uh, the quarterback is, and we know what his arm is. We know what he can do. Keep him in that frame. Keep him in that bubble. But the, the other caller, she made this. I, I, hey, I feel the love that she got for for uh, uh, Haneke. But Haneke is not a starter. He, he he's playing his role. He's playing his role. You want your role players to play their role. Uh, uh, LeBron James got role players. You gotta play your role, Westbrook. If you think you're gonna be KD, then we're gonna keep on losing. You're not KD. Hey, James, hey, I love your energy, man. Thanks for chiming in, James. I love your energy. Hail to the Commanders, my buddy. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. Keep it, keep it calling here every Saturday. You're listening to AWOD Radio. USA Today has an article right now on their website, Commanders Wire, seven takeaways through 13 games of the season, saying, number one, Carson Wentz is not the answer. Many, like myself, believed Carson would step in here and be Washington's long-term quarterback. I was that naive. I thought, man. He's got this great cannon of an arm. He's a big, strong. He's like Rossberger. But that was the opposite. He falls anytime there's any sign of pressure. All right? He did have one terrific game, or should I say one fourth quarter, against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the season opener. But ultimately, I knew he wasn't the answer when he failed to put up any points in the first half against Detroit. The freaking Lions. Seventh, uh, second thing here on seven takeaways from the first 13 weeks of the season. Taylor Heineke is who we thought he was. He knows the offense. His teammates love him, and he makes things happen. Didn't we know this last year, they say? Has Heineke improved? Well, the commanders have won five of the last seven with him under center. Here's the thing about Heineke, and it's and, uh, just I can't e- explain it more than just his teammates love him, and it shows on the field. Terry McLaurin made that huge play against the Packers and then did it again against the Colts. He's not making that play with Carson Wentz as the quarterback. It remains clear that Heineke's not the long-term answer, but I believe in him for the rest of this season and for this team to make a run. The Commanders have three outstanding skill players in Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson. I mean, Jahan Dotson could be a future star in this league. That spin move uh, was something special, man. Gotten in the end zone against the Giants, his fifth touchdown on the year. Curtis Samuel, the Swiss Army knife, the guy that can do everything. I think 
Hand him the ball even more. Hand him the ball even more. Put him in the backfield and fake it to him. Because like I said earlier in the show, I really think it causes the linebackers to hesitate, causes the safeties to hesitate. They don't know if they should get in the box or really just spy Curtis Samuel. One of these times, he's going to burn them deep. When he was in Carolina, that's what he was. He was a deep threat specialty, right? We haven't used him in that capacity yet. We kind of used De'Ami Brown in that, and he had that big 75-yard touchdown earlier this season, and we kind of throw it deep to Terry McLaurin, but we haven't done that with Curtis Samuel. Let's use that. Let's take advantage of his speed in the final four weeks of the season. Offensive line will be a major off-season focus. The offensive line has had to shuffle guys in and out all season. Charles Leno is probably... The offensive line MVP for the season, but even he, he has had some serious ugly snaps that has cost Washington not only sacks, but sack fumbles. And I would even argue Washington lost a game this season because of Charles Leno's play. We do not have a dominant player, a dominant NFL player on the O-line. A couple years ago, some would say we had two or three. Morgan Moses, big and strong. I get it. He had 100 false starts and holding penalties, but he was huge. On the right side. Trent Williams on the left side. Brandon Scherf in the middle or on, on at right guard. We had some big-time maulers. Now we've got injury-prone linemen. That's got to be a huge upgrade in the offseason. USA Today also says the defensive line finally has a dominant group that everyone envisioned. Jonathan Allen made his first Pro Bowl last season. He's been even better this season. I think he's been better than Aaron Donald this season. I think he's the most dominant defensive tackle in the NFL. And then he got his teammate, his buddy, the guy that he threw a, uh, threw a punch at last year, right? Deron Payne, they figured that out. They're playing unbelievable together this year. They're combining for they've uh, 30 tackles for loss. Deron Payne has eight and a half sacks this year. It's been unbelievable to watch the two. Montez Sweat is getting better and better and better. Young defensive ends, James Smith-Williams and Casey Tuhill. And F.A. Obata deserve a lot of credit. And then I think one of the most important things is cornerback and, and the safety position. I was so wrong on Benjamin St. Just. I was out on him after one season. Kept talking about him in the offseason. I don't trust him. He gets burned on every double move. He gets burned every time you throw a deep against him. It's a penalty. It's past interference. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. St. Just's confidence has grown and grown and grown. In fact, in the last two weeks, we've been... Desperate for him to come back. Can't tell you how much we miss him. Look at that touchdown from Daniel Jones uh, in the fourth quarter there. That doesn't happen if Benjamin St. Juice is in the game. Christian Holmes didn't know what to do on an inside-outside move. St. Juice has missed the last two games, and the commanders have missed him. He's emerged as not just a good corner in Washington, but a number one corner for the future. Kendall Fuller's a veteran. He's played pretty good this season after a tough start, but Benjamin St. Juice is your lockdown corner that Washington has needed for a long time. And then Derek Forrest and Cam Curl have solidified the safety position. Curl is smart. He's a versatile defender. He's the kind of guy that can stop the run. He can pop a ball out, right, with a, with a hard hit. And he can, we've seen him in the past break up passes and make interceptions. And then Derek's safety has taken over the other position there at at the other safety position, the 2021 fifth-round pick. And my goodness, he has flown around the field. Just flown around the field. It feels like anytime there's a lollipop pass, Derek Forrest is either going to make a play on the ball or provide a big hit. And, I, you know, he's not Sean Taylor, but it's the first time we've had a safety in a long time that provides some of those Sean Taylor-type hits. 
And it's fun to see him provide that for Washington. Washington's defense has improved so much over the past six or seven weeks. We've turned it around. Jack Del Rio deserves a ton of credit. Scott Turner deserves a lot of credit. Ron Rivera, I wanted you out the building. Now, the question is, does Ron Rivera deserve an extension? If Washington gets in the playoffs, probably so. Four games left in the season. We control our destiny. Win and you're in. Win and you're in. I've seen us be successful at that before. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Let's go to Watson Landover. Watts, you're on The Fan. What's up, buddy? I do believe this team is going to the playoffs. Um, but they're going to run into problems. And the reason why I say that is, if I'm the defensive coordinator going against Washington, okay, I'm going to play an eight-man front. Stop your run, and I want Heineke to try to beat me. Throw the ball 30, 35, 40 times, because it's a disaster, okay? GM Ron did not prepare this team to go all the way to the Super Bowl. That is the problem. You don't spend $28 million and give up two draft picks for a quarterback that you know is not mobile, okay? He doesn't know the offense, but you didn't evaluate your offensive line. How can he be successful? You bring in Heineke. Heineke is a backup. He's limited. We no, no, I'm, look, 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 I'm with you, man. Rivera made a lot of mistakes, but this team is 7-5-1. and one. Let's talk about the positives. There's four games left in the season. We control our destiny. Do you think we can get in the playoffs? That's what I'm asking you. The positive, they'll make the playoffs because of how things are lining up. My problem is I don't want to just make playoffs. He's been here three years, okay? It didn't take Philly to win, long enough to win the division. How long did it take that new coach to win the division? It didn't take three years, okay? And another example, how long we've been talking about we needed a linebacker. We had a chance to get Michael Parsons out of the draft, and Rivera sat on his hands with the 19th pick as if he was going to get the steal of the draft and getting Davis. Who would you rather have, Davis or Parsons? If you don't have a Super Bowl mentality as a coach, okay, you will not win. You can bring Ron Rivera back next year, but you don't make him your GM. you got to get a new GM because Ron Rivera is not a good person when it comes to player personnel, which should be better than this. I'm with you, man. Look, he's made he's made a ton of mistakes, but yet he turned the season around. I think you got to give him a lot of credit. And look, here's what I want to see from Ron Rivera. I want to see this team have some momentum. When he started, the team was terrible. All right, the team was terrible, and yet they made a run that year and got into the playoffs. And we had some momentum, and it was like, yeah, going into next season, we're gonna be awesome. And then we sucked, and we were trash, and it was hard to watch games. And I wanted Rivera gone. And now this season, I'm getting some momentum again for this team and for this fan- franchise and for this fan base here. I think we got to talk about the positives here and focus on the fact that Ron Rivera did turn it around and he's got some momentum. And now if you make the playoffs, who knows what could happen next season? Who knows what could happen? But he's turned it around for this franchise and it's working out. you got to give him credit. If you want to chime in throughout the show. Turn it around. Hey, hey, Watts. Hey, Watts, I'll talk to you later, man. we got to pay the bills here. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.